Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the MTAT podcast. Hello, this is a podcast uh, brought to you from Matthew, 12 year old, and his father, Phil, who is 47. And in this podcast, uh, we'll be speaking about movies and our view on the movies, what we think of it, um, the two different perspectives um, from a kid's view of the movie and then his dad's view of the movie. And in this week's episode, we will be speaking about um, a well-known movie. Star Wars The Phantom Menace. You either love this movie or hate this movie. Everyone um, has their views on this movie. Yeah, true. Very, very an underrated movie. You think it's underrated? Yeah. What makes us think it's underrated? A lot of people like just don't like it probably because they haven't watched it in a while and last time they saw it they probably didn't really like it that much. Like you should probably rewatch it. It's not as bad. It's definitely better than a few of the other Star Wars movies. Right. Well, we'll get into it. We'll start with a brief history, a very brief history of Star Wars. So, Matthew, if you could give the listeners a brief history on the world of Star Wars before that movie came out. So, in 1977, George Lucas released a movie called Star Wars Episode for A New Hope and then but it actually wasn't called A New Hope when it first came out I think it was just called Star Wars episode 4 yes and then it became if A I'm New right. Hope so. and then in uh, 1980 they released the sequel Empire Strikes Back and then in 1983 they released Return of the Jedi presumably ending all the Star Wars movies then in 1999 uh, they released Star Wars Episode One, which started the prequels, which would go on to be Attack of the Clones in 2002 and Revenge of the Sith in 2005. And more recently, there's been newer films like The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rogue One, which have all released like in the last five years. That's right. And it's unusual for the first movie to be episode four yeah. there's not many movies where the first movie is episode four it's always part one yeah and then they make sequels so why do you think he, he decided to, to start the saga with episode four well there was a lot of story to tell before episode four but why didn't he start with episode one well maybe he wanted to start like from a different era and then get used to the characters then go back show you them when they're younger mm. no i think that's right i think he'd always planned on making six movies but once he made three that was enough he he didn't even direct the second one which was actually episode five that was directed by irvin kersher yeah, yeah like the first one was a very difficult production yeah. And George Lucas had a lot of difficulties, as everyone, I'm sure, who's a fan of these movies can attest to. Yeah. 
So, George Lucas, what do you know about George Lucas? He's a very talented director. He's, uh, he's, he wrote the two other ones. He wrote all the other ones. Did he only direct A New Hope? No, he directed this movie. Yeah, he directed... Oh, oh from the original trilogy. Yeah, he only directed A New yeah, Hope. Yeah, A New Hope. Yeah. And he also, like, wrote Indiana Jones, all of the Indiana Jones, uh, Howard the Duck, right? Do you, like, direct that or something? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. That probably inspired Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> So we'll get to Jar Jar soon enough. So Matthew had mentioned he'd like to speak about the score in this movie. Um, so the music. And um, what is it about the the score in this movie that you like so much? I really like Duel of Fate. That's it's the very... na- name of one of the. Yeah, it's very musical pieces different. in the movie to a lot of the other scores in the Star Wars movies. It's like choir are doing it. <clears throat> okay, as opposed to instruments. Yeah. Singing. Okay. It has one of the best scores out of all the Star Wars movies. Wow. John Williams has done pretty much all of them. May not like Solo or Rogue One. Like all the Skywalker saga ones. Okay. And Rise of Skywalker was his last one. And he made a cameo in Rise of Skywalker. He's like a bartender in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, really? John yeah. Williams is? Yeah. Okay. And is Duel of Fates your favourite piece of music from the Star Wars movies? No. It probably is Ray's theme. And... Uh, probably that one from Revenge of Sith at the end with Anakin and Obi-Wan when they're fighting that's probably my favourite oh right okay I like Imperial March as well Imperial March would be my favourite with Darth Vader's theme or what's the twin sunset one kind of loops kind of theme yeah yeah so John Williams has collaborated with George Lucas and of course Steven Spielberg to create some of the most iconic movie music um, that's out there. Matthew as a baby was was very fond of the Indiana Jones soundtrack. Yeah. Before he could walk he was uh, shuffling along to Indiana Jones. I really like Jurassic Park as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's one. also yeah, John, John Williams. So, are there any characters in Episode One that are in any of the other movies? Yeah, you've got Anakin, who's in the two other prequels, and yeah, he's Darth Vader. And spoiler alert. Well, well, you, everyone knows. You now. probably, I don't know. You should probably see, like, <sighs> A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Maybe then watch episode one. But if I was just getting someone into all of them, I might start with episode one. But depends on what they like. Like, if they might think that, like, a bit boring, maybe Revenge of Sith would be good to be their first film. But, 
Yeah, Anakin is in the two other prequels. Obi-Wan is in the two others and A New Hope. Uh, Padme is also in the two others. But in the other trilogy, is there any characters? It's only Anakin uh, and Obi-Wan. Emperor Palpatine. And Palpatine. But yeah. he's... He's Chancellor he's not called, Yeah, yeah, okay. Yoda isn't in episode one, she isn't. He is. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he is, yeah, but he's CGI? Yeah, well, originally he was a puppet, but then they changed it in the special edition. That's one of the only changes they made to, like, the prequels. Like, after, I think after Revenge of Sith, they changed the Yoda puppet to CGI to match with the other two films. But in Last Jedi, when Yoda makes a brief cameo as a Force ghost, he's actually a puppet. Oh. Instead of CGI. Why did they decide to change from CGI to puppet? You think it would be the other way around? Well, the puppet looks really good. Even Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian is a, not CGI. He's like animatronic or like a puppet or something. I'm sure we'll get on to Mandalorian and Baby Yoda in future episodes yeah. of the MT80 podcast. But the Yoda animatronic is like very classic. I'm happy they went with that in The Last Jedi. Probably one of the only good parts in the Last Jedi, really. And um, mentioning MT eighty podcasts, you can probably guess where that title came from, or the inspiration behind that title. Maybe you'd like to tell our listeners, Matthew, how we came up with the title. Um, movies, toys, and. Originally, we were the um, the category of this podcast was going to be movies, trivia, and toys, but um, we didn't like the title that we had, so we used the first letter from each of those, MTAT, which coincidentally is similar to my name and what vehicle in Star Wars? MTT. ATAT. Oh yeah, but like. The MTT in Phantom Menace. There is an MTT? Yeah. No, MTT. You know the big brown vehicle that has the droids that come out of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end. That's called MT... MTT. MTT. What does that stand for? Motorized transport. It's something like that. Do you remember when you first seen this movie? No, but I remember watching it when I was young and it was like one of my favourites because I really liked Darth Maul and the end fight. And I remember also I watched it in school in third class. We watched uh, episode one, episode two and then episode four. We skipped episode three for some reason. Because my teacher had them all on DVD. So I watched them. It's pretty good. It was like at the end of the year. And I. Like I think that was one of the. That was like the first time in a while. I had watched episode one. Like the full movie. Like in a few years before that. I watched it. At Christmas last year. It was. I liked it. I thought it was good. I think. 
Return of the Jedi was the first Star Wars movie you had ever seen. Am I correct? Yeah. And that was actually my first Star Wars movie. Even though I was, the movies were released when I was a kid, all movies. When the first one came out, I was four years of age. I was still a bit young for the cinema. Even though my first movie was in 78 when I was five. So I seen Return of the Jedi when I was 10 in the Ambassador Cinema in Dublin. Um, and then this movie I seen when it first came out in 1999 in New Jersey. Um, and I watched it again when I came back home. I think 20 years ago cinema release dates still differed in America and, and Ireland and so in the UK and parts of Europe the movie would first come out in in the US and then it could be maybe a month two months later before it came out in Ireland it's only in recent years that the release dates are the same so I still think 20 years ago there was um different dates and when I seen it in New Jersey it had already been out a while there was a lot of hype prior to this movie how long were people camping on the streets queuing outside to get into the movie like weeks probably I think it was about no. a week or 10 days yeah. or some diehards well you'd been waiting like 17 years to watch no 16 years to watch Star Wars movie so like I would be hyped to watch if like Episode 10 comes out in 16 years. I would be waiting on the streets to see it. Um, was it successful when it came out? Yeah, it made a lot of money, but... Fans were kind of... I don't know. Some fans liked it, some fans didn't. It was kind of split. Probably like The Last Jedi. Like Some fans liked it, some really hated it. And do you think people were disappointed? What were the reasons why, number one, why people didn't like it? Jar Jar Binks. So explain who Jar Jar Binks He's is. a Gungan from the planet Naboo. A what, a what he was? A Gungan. It's like this weird duck. It's like a reptile thing. It has long ears. He's really weird. He's weird comic relief. Like he isn't really important to the story at all. But he's just there. Like, he's on Tatooine for some reason. I don't know why he's there. But it doesn't he leave his planet with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn? That's how yeah, he, he leads happening. them. L- leaves his home planet with yeah, them. Yeah, but uh, the only thing like he's really necessary for is he leads them like down to Bosnas, you know, in the city underwater. Mm, mm. Like, that's the only time he's really necessary like they could just left him after like Qui-Gon didn't seems his life but don't really know what he does for the rest of the movie so like, he's like a general at the end but you think that's one of the reasons why fans yeah. weren't happy with the movie yeah. was due to Jar Jar yeah and what about the story story was pretty good is like I know a lot of people just don't like the start where all the words come down 
No, like, the first line has stuff about, like, politics and mm. stuff. And that, like, I don't even think there's anything about politics, really, in the original trilogy. Not as much as, as this Yeah, one. definitely not as much. But there's a lot in this one, second one, third one, even. And even in the newer ones, there's, like, nothing about politics at all. But, yeah, that was another thing, problem with this movie. Like politics and stuff yeah the trade federation yeah the trade federation um, what was that what's that metachlorians what's that metachlorians um, like, weren't the fans giving out about that yeah i didn't have a problem with that but people go i didn't really like it's how you have the power of the force it's like in your blood anakin is like the most ever recorded mm. so they think he's like the chosen one because of that he'll bring balance to the force Kind of weird plot. Uh, yeah. Darth Maul is probably the best part of the movie. Darth Maul is an excellent character. He's the villain of this movie. He's Emperor Palpatine's first apprentice. He has a double-bladed lightsaber. He has, like, red tattoos. Or does he have, like, black tattoos? I, I don't know. He's like a zebra. And he has uh, horns as well. And he, spoiler alert, he kills Qui-Gon Jinn. And then he gets chopped in half. And he apparently dies, but then he comes back in the Clone Wars with Robo Legs and in Star Wars Rebels. He's also in Solo at the end. He's at the end of Solo. But that Solo was set... Is Solo set before or after Episode 1? Set after Episode 3. But before Rogue One. So when he's in Solo, has he got legs or no legs? Yeah, I think he has, like, robotic legs. Okay. Well, you'd have to Wait, if yeah, it's yeah. after Episode One. You'd have to look closely to see them. How come all these people are surviving horrendous injuries in the latest movie? Yeah. Or in Return of the Jedi, Emperor gets thrown down this huge shaft and explodes. Yeah. But he survives. Oh, Darth Maul gets chopped in half and he's still alive. No, he dies then in Star Wars Rebel. Yeah, but he survives getting yeah. chopped in half yeah. and thrown down a shaft. Darth Vader survived. Like, he lost his legs and got burnt. So there was a lot of controversy when this movie came out. Between fans, fans loving it, fans hating it. It was a lot of hype, years and years of hype. Um, would you consider this movie influential? Do you think yeah. inspired or had Star Wars... Well, of course Star Wars had inspired... Loads of people. A lot of other movies, a lot of other storytellers and directors. Um, but episode one in itself, do you think it inspired or was influential? Yeah, kind of. Mm. Yeah, it did kind of inspire. And is it worthy enough Um, episode... To be within the whole saga. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good film. It's not terrible. There's definitely people that hate it. Like there's this film. Called like the Phantom Edit. It's like only the good parts. Of the Phantom Menace. And it's like half an hour. Or, like 20 minutes long or something. I think mean, that's kind of mean. Like you're kind of. Ruining George Lucas's work. Oh no yeah I shouldn't do that. But people like, will do things like that. And 
has it stood the test of time? Do you think this movie still holds up when you look at it now? Some of it's a bit dodgy, I guess. Like, what, the effects? Or? Yeah, Jar Jar, or like some of the ships, maybe. But, no, a lot of it still looks really good. It probably still stands up a bit better than New Hope, because in A New Hope, they've got 1970 haircuts. <laughs> yeah, they... And it, it, you they can really even tell. weirder haircuts than this. Like yeah, but it's not from... Yeah, it's not from uh, like uh, that. They don't have ninety and ninety-nine haircuts. Yeah, I suppose they had bigger budgets and um, art design and costume designers and makeup artists, and they could do whatever they want compared to the first movie. Um, out of ten, Matthew, what would you give this movie? Seven. Seven out of ten. That's very high. Yeah. Is it a movie you'd recommend to people? Yeah. If, like... If you're watching... Like, if you start from the start, like, you want to watch all the Star Wars movies, you've never watched any before, you want to, you want to like, watch them all, probably start with the first one. But if you're really into action, like, not love or, like, politics, probably start with Revenge of Sith. But if you want to watch them from the years they came out, yeah, start with New Hope. But I think this one is probably a good starting place. Like, if you have a young kid, they might get bored of it. But the start it has pretty good action. Like, it doesn't start off kind of boring. Well, no Star Wars movie really starts off boring. Mm-mm-mm. They all have action. Well, that concludes our first episode. Um... Which is very coincidental because we just reviewed and spoke about episode one in the Star Wars saga. So we'll have another episode soon. All our episodes won't be based around Star Wars. It'll be various movies and we'll have... um, We will have more Star Wars. We will have more Star Wars. um, And we'll be discussing what we think of those movies and our different view of them. And how Matthew feels about them. score out of 10 so thanks to everyone who has tuned in and listened um so until next time over and out bye guys